with the fifth edition. Join our various gaming groups as we play the fifth edition of Dungeons and Dragons. And maybe just hang out and chat about gaming in general. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, a sign to Ragnarok story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hey guys, Jim here. And Kelly. Welcome back to the D&D 30-Day Dungeons & Dragons Challenge. I hope you make it out of this episode unharmed, because today we're talking about our favorite cursed items. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Hmm. Well, um, uh, mine actually won't hurt you. What? No, it, it won't hurt you. Um, uh, Ring of Contrariness. Oh. <laughs> yeah, basically, the person who gets it, it's plus one ring, okay? So, whoo I get plus one, you know, when they do the check, you know, plus one. I get plus one to my ama, you know, woohoo. <laughs> Except for the fact that now when you're wearing it, you have to disagree with everyone about everything all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Try getting the consensus then. I just kind of think it's <laughs> it's a it's a fun f you to the, <laughs> the group. <laughs> you know, eventually if they're smart, they'll figure it out. You know, it's like wait a minute. It's like you know, it's like here, ask the ranger. Hey, ranger, shoot that one with an arrow. No, no, I'll stab him. <laughs> No, I don't want to shoot the arrow. I'd rather stab him. And they're like, what? <laughs> but, but but you're a ranger. No, I'm not. <laughs> you have to basically, you know, disagree with everything. You have to be contrary. Contrary, yes. I, I just think it's a hoot. <laughs> See, that, that's a good one because it makes for good role play. And the fact that everyone's shoving you in the closet whenever they can. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's like, yeah, but everyone thinks it's a, just a plus one ring, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Except that that, that ah, DM sends a little note. Yeah. Actually, it's a ring of contrariness, and you have to basically be difficult. <laughs> <laughs> So, of course, my favorite one is, of course, as a player to get, is the Cursed Demon Armor. 
I don't think I'm familiar with that one. Fifth edition has done a very nice job of bringing it into the uh, fifth edition fold from the older ones. So basically, this armor is basically a demon infused into a suit of armor. So, of course, it's any type of heavy armor, your choice. Um, while wearing this heavy armor, you get a plus one bonus to AC, and you can understand and speak abyssal. Oh. In addition, the armor's clawed gauntlets turn your unarmed strikes with your hands into magic weapons that deal slashing damage, with a plus one bonus to attack and damage. And the damage die is a D8. Okay, so what's the catch? So now you're basically this cool, badass, armored wolverine that speaks devil tongue. Mm-hmm. Except the curse for the armor is that once you don this cursed armor, you cannot doff it. Ah. Unless you are targeted by a remove curse spell or similar magic. So you can't even take it off to bathe, huh? <laughs> yep. Woo, you're going to get mighty ripe. And Hope while wearing gotta... the armor, you have disadvantage on attack rolls against demons. <laughs> and on saving throws against their spells and their special abilities. You better hope there's a major somebody in the group that has prestidigitation that can clean that. <laughs> and so the best part of it is, is you could totally say your group's got this badass paladin or fighter in the group. And you're just, you have this simple old cobbler merchant coming through town selling armor suits. And he has a full plate suit of armor, which would, you know. AC-19 full-plate armor cuts you a great deal? Come on! But once you put on the armor, he shapeshifts to an evil incubus or succubus and tells you that (laughs) you're going to do what I ask if you ever want to take that armor off. (laughs) I mean, that that would be pretty horrible, especially the fact that, you know, you're constantly rolling when the demons screw with you at uh, disadvantage. <laughs> I mean, just saying that would suck. Yeah, but I know some players who wouldn't care. <laughs> yep. I mean, you could totally get geared out in demon armor. I could totally see a paladin of conquest gladly putting this armor on. Hell, he'd probably make a deal to put the armor on. You know, think that about was... it. A tiefling paladin of conquest yep i mean they'd be like what (laughs) i will take over the the material plane and then the nine levels of hell are mine exactly and the fact that you now have two 1d8 slashing weapons for your hands yeah that's if you're dual wielding that is ridiculous damage and the fact that it counts as magic weapons is not bad at all Sweet, actually. Yeah. I mean, you get a suit of that stuff, and uh, it may be cursed, and it's not really giving too much of a bonus to your players because it's just heavy armor plus one AC. So it's not like as a GM you have to worry about this breaking your characters because, you know, let's be honest, they could have been wearing a shield and had a higher AC. You know, would have been one point mm-hmm. higher. Could have been a Warforged, and it would have had the same plus one. But it does add a really cool aspect of, you know, 
And then, of course, your GM could totally design the armor to show you what it looks like, you know, depending on what 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 not you want it to look like. Because then your player is stuck wearing this stank ass armor. <laughs> I mean, it's even better if you want to be a jerk GM is have somebody killed. And as they die, they say, thank you. And the helmet flops off. And the greedy player is just like, ooh, you attacked me with those ooh. 1d8 arm blades. This is badass armor. <laughs> and you realize that uh, he was wanting to be released by death. <laughs> yeah, just saying, mage with prestidigitation, you can clean a one foot, you know, space. <laughs> and he can make your armor smell like potpourri. Yeah, exactly. So, so of course, the, the <laughs> demon armor is my pick. Do you have any uh, honorable mention? No, no. I just, just really like that uh, ring of contrariness. That's just because you want to be contrary. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, I will, of course, throw out there the uh, honorable mention for me is the weapon of backstabbing. A lot of GMs love to throw those out because it gives your players a uh, magical item. But, in fact, it is cursed with a magical item that will uh, attack them. Just <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, but it depends. <laughs> I mean, uh, spear of backstabbing. Uh, if a weapon has the thrown pro property, you can throw the weapon to make a ranged attack. If the weapon is a melee weapon, you can use the same ability modifier to attack, roll, and damage that you would use for a melee attack. For example, if you throw a hand axe, it's your strength. If you throw a dagger, it's your strength. Or your deck, since the da dagger has finesse. The weapon can be used one or two hands and different damage values, but the beauty of the Spear of Backstabbing is uh, after you attack, it does a secondary attack to you. Lovely. I mean, granted, it's not guaranteed to hit you, right? I mean... No, it would still have to make that, uh, but still... You know, rolling a natural one while attacking with either weapon causes it to change direction and hit the player who threw it instead. You know, what? that totally makes it funny for the one, I'm just saying. Alrighty, guys. That's a good place to wrap it up for cursed items. Because, yes, GMs, use more cursed items. <laughs> no, GMs, don't use more cursed items. Use more cursed items. It keeps your, your players from you, you not using Identify and playing with it during a long rest. <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you for listening, and have a good evening. We'll be jumping on with our RPG a day quite shortly. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition, a member of the Creative Play and Podcast Network. Please follow us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash CPPN to never miss a show or stream.